This conference will now be recorded. so much for how far he has brought us. Amen. It is not by our might, it is not by our power, but it is by the grace and the mercy from the Most High that some of us are still living and are still counted among the living. So at this juncture, I just want all of us to open our mouths and start to bless God for his goodness and his mercy. Let's start to worship him for all that he has done for us. From day one up to today, he's been good to us, he's been protective, he's been providing for us, and it is not everybody that has gotten this opportunity to come this far. So let's just begin to worship our maker, to bless him for who he is, and what he has done in our lives, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray. Tonight, oh God, we give you all the praise and we give you all the adoration. We bless you because you are the yes and amen God. You are the I am that I am, the ancient of days, the Elohim and the El Shaddai. Tonight we give you all the praise and the adoration you deserve. We salute your supremacy tonight because you are the Alpha and the Omega. We bless your holy name because you are the yes and amen God, the author and finisher of every situation. The yes and amen God that I am, that I am. Tonight we give you all the praise and adoration you deserve. We sing Hosanna unto your name because of who you are in our lives. You receive your glory tonight, O God. May you receive your praise. May you receive your glorification because you are the yes and amen, God. Essence of this, we give you all the praise and adoration tonight. We bless you for who you are in our lives. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. We give you all the praise. 
Father, we give you praise and glory. We give you the praise and glory. We give you the praise and glory. Jesus, receive your honor, oh God. Jesus, receive your adoration, oh God. Jesus, receive your glory, oh God. Tonight we come with one accord and we make oh, agreement with the angels tonight just to say to you, oh God, just to voice out our hearts, oh God, just to pour out our hearts to you, oh God. Tonight we pray, receive your glory, oh God. Receive your honor, oh God, because you are. I am that I am. You are the God that I am, that I am, oh God. Tonight we sing Hosanna to you. In one way or the other, we have sinned and we have fallen short of the glory of God. So tonight we are going to pray and confess our sins to God and plead for mercy. Since that we have committed no willing and the ones we know nothing about. Is that even, even the way we talk, the way we walk, the way we go about things is even a sin before He, God. So we are going to pray tonight and plead for mercy that may God have mercy upon our poor soul and may He forgive us of the sins that we have committed. We know that it's a sin, but something push us to go and commit it. And the ones that we know nothing about, He, the Lord Himself, should have mercy upon our poor soul and forgive us our sins tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, mercy. Father, we have sent before you and the heavens. We have sent before your heavenly throne. We come before you, O God, and we plead for mercy. We come before you with our poor souls. May you have mercy upon our poor souls. May you have mercy upon our poor souls. We come before you with our sins. May you cleanse us for us to be as white as snow. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we know that we have sinned against you. You said if you confess our sins, you are not only. Only forgive us 
out to you. You are a merciful God. You are a forgiving God. So far as we have sent it to the last that we have sent it to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for praying. As we dive into our prayer tonight, our focus of prayer tonight is prayer of preservation. So we take a Bible quotation from uh, Psalm 100 verse 1. It said, I thank you, O Lord, for your faithfulness in keeping and protecting me all the way. So we are praying and thanking God for his protection over our lives and over every individual within the network. We have to be grateful for everything he has been doing and he has done for us. So tonight we are praying and thanking God for how far he has brought us, for his protection upon our lives, for his, for his provision upon our lives and the lives of every member within the network tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's pray. Tonight, oh God, we come before you with our tongue filled with joy, with our tongue filled with glory, with our tongue filled with Tonight, we thank you, oh God. We thank you for your protection upon our lives. We thank you for your preservation upon our lives. And it's not by our might, that we are still counted among the living. We thank you, oh God, for your preservation upon our lives. We thank you for your faithfulness upon our lives. in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, for your protection of everyone. In the name of Jesus, tonight, we stand and we make our agreement with the angels. And we pray that, oh, we thank you tonight. We thank you tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As we are continuing our prayer, we are praying that any plot by any satanic agent that has turned on our way this season meets the wrath of God. That is our second prayer point. We are praying that any plot by any satanic agent to stand on our way this moment, this session, or this season, may that satanic plot meet the wrath of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray. Tonight, oh God, we stand in your word and we stand in the power by the you. That tonight, we pray that any satanic plot that is in our way, that is blocking our shine in the name of Jesus tonight, may they meet your wrath, oh God. May they meet your judgment tonight, oh God. Tonight, any 
any demonic plot, any satanic plot that is by the enemy, that is by any agent of darkness that is blocking our way that is agent that is tying on our way in this season may they meet your wrath in the mighty name of Jesus we are we are telling god tonight we are praying and we are telling god that oh lord our god we beseech you to preserve and protect our life our family our ministry our business and only aspect of our life we are praying and telling god that may god protect and preserve us tonight in all aspects of our lives. In the name of Jesus, let's pray. In the name of Jesus. Preserve our lives to God. We lift our families to God. Our loved ones before you. Preserve their lives in the name of Jesus. By your message, God is there. we beseech you to 
Even as we continue to pray, we are praying that, oh Lord, by your power, protect us from the evil arrows of any wicked against us and every member of the network. We are praying against any arrow. That is going to be directed to us by any enemy. That may God protect us and preserve us from any evil that is being shot at us in the name of Jesus. And any member of our family and that of the individuals within the network. Let's pray and commit ourselves into God's hands. In the name of Jesus, tonight we pray. From the camp of the enemy against us, in the name of Adaba, 
God bless us all. Let's continue to pray. We are praying that may God let every arrow of mass distraction that is channeled against us and those that that are of interest to us become absolute. And expire now in the mighty name of Jesus. Any weapon of mass destruction that is being turned against us and anyone that is of interest to us, we pray that may it expire now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray. Yeah, <laughs> 
Amen. We are declaring this upon our lives and that of those of interest to us. We are declaring that we declare that we are untouchable. We declare that we are preserved. We declare that we are protected in the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Let's declare this upon our lives and that of our family and those that are of interest to us that we are preserved. We are protected in the blood of Jesus. Let's pray. Tonight, oh God, we declare upon our lives and we declare upon the life of every individual within the network. We declare that we are preserved. We declare that we are untouchable. And your blood, oh God, we declare. We stand in your word, oh God, tonight. Thank you. 
Let's pray and sell the prayers with the blood. Let's thank God for an answered prayer tonight. In the name of Jesus, tonight we bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless us all. God bless us all. Amen. So please, can the car take over? The, the question is Amen. Psalm 100 verse 1. It says, Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. 
and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Amen. Oh,
wonyasemu why cannot sawo ye pechauti ye mahauso ye ni wutiakra yesi ye pechauti ye mahauso ye ni wutiakra yesi Jesus, Jesus, I drink water, I
Yesu Christo ni mjifu ayeyi kani dinda wine crapona wine crapona why crap on now? Why crap on Why crap on Why crap on now? Why crap on Why crap on why crap on now? What Why crap on Why crap on Why crap on now? What is the Wakuwa honyo Sehene Nyonyamnuye Kesi Ohonu Nye Krawin Tafia Oh, re my bonny be to ye, Monto. Oh, yeah, oh. 
and trust that the Spirit of the Living God would help us to shed more light on it, bring understanding to His people, and give us instructions and directives as to how to handle that. This evening, we want to be looking at how these negative manifestations are seen when it comes to the love life of God's people. If you underline yesterday, Apostle mentioned that today being the 17th of July, there was going to be a new moon. I don't know how many of you paid attention to that, but when he said that, I picked that up. Now, um, for those of us who are not aware, a new moon occurs when the moon is on the same side of the earth as the sun. So the new moon occurs when the moon is on the same side of the earth as the sun. And when this happens, there are certain energies that the new moon brings to bear on mankind. And the energies have to do with love and protection. Love and protection. And so it is very appropriate that on this day of the new moon that we handle the love life of God's people. So if there is anyone that is trusting God for a higher level of protection, if there is anyone that is trusting God for a certain manifestation in their love life, today is the best opportunity to key that petition that you have into your prayers. And so if there is anyone who feels like their lives are under threat, if there is anyone who has received a word, a certain word, that your life or the life of a loved one is under threat, Tonight is one of the best days in the whole year because it is a new moon to key that petition into your prayers. And so if you are here and you have pleadings regarding your love life, pleadings regarding your protection, pleadings regarding your preservation, I will encourage you to take tonight's prayers very seriously and to present those pleadings to God. Now, when it comes to a person's love life, there are certain evil vows that can be operationalized against you using both physical and spiritual actions. That means that a person can use their position of authority or influence to conspire against your love life, to put hindrances and hurdles in this area of your life, to spread rumors about you and use their tongue to make noises and accusations that will negatively affect your love life. Then there are those who would use their spiritual connections to the occult world, their spiritual connections to marine spirits, to mountain dwelling spirits, connections to forest spirits and dwarves, and use the powers that they derive from these connections to enforce their vows against your love life. Some too, out of jealousy or envy or bitterness, can speak these evil desires concerning your love life, and then, peradventure, familiar spirits will pick these vows to enforce them. And others too, like we learned last Saturday, will hire external actors, such as fetish priests or sorcerers or malams, to use their spiritual powers, altars, and power bases to enforce their wicked vows against you when it comes to the area of your love life. And so we want to look at certain foundations when it comes to our love life. And maybe you will fall into one of these criteria. And when it does, I want you to align yourself spiritually to the prayers as we, we, we present our pleading to God. Maybe you are here or you know somebody who is even struggling to date. 
the opportunities are not even coming for you or that person to date. If you are a woman, there is no man that is even coming to propose to you. If you are a man, every woman that you approach rejects or refuses your proposal to even start a relationship. To the point that even when you give people scholarship, it is as though they can't see you. You become invisible to the opposite sex. You say that you are serving God faithfully. You have prayed, you have fasted. Some of you have even sowed seeds for your marriages. Yet you cannot even get someone to express interest in you. Sometimes you even wonder, you ask yourself whether there is anything wrong with you. For such people, it could be that a spiritual vow has been activated against them, so they are walking in some form of darkness. They cannot be seen. It could also be that people in your neighborhood have said bad things about you or that person, and because of the rumors being spread, for the women, men are afraid to come to propose to them. And for the men, women are afraid to date them because of the rumors that have been spread about them. I don't know if you can identify with this description personally or you know someone that fits the criteria. Then there are others who are dating all right, but they have bad luck in dating. In their relationships, it is one disappointment coming after another disappointment. Today you are with this person. Tomorrow you are found with another person. None of your relationships last long. And they all end for very strange reasons. Just when you think their relationship should progress to marriage, a physical or a spiritual action is activated against you. You are in a relationship. Things are going very well. Then just when the relationship looks to be getting serious and stable, and you are so sure that the next thing online is a marriage proposal, a calamity will strike. And you see this trend repeating itself, relationship after relationship, like a cycle. We call all of these things the manifestations of the vows of the wicked. For the third category, they are in a relationship, but they are not seeing any progress in the relationship. There is no future in the relationship. It looks as if the relationship is stagnant. The relationship is marking time. Or as for you, it is only married people who seem to be attracted to you. They enter into relationships with you, yet they are not ready to leave their partners and marry you. And so obviously their relationship with you is not going anywhere. And then there are those who are trusting God to marry. There are no issues. The marriage decision has been made. But things like financial problems now become a burden on the man and the woman. You're on the verge of marriage, but the money that will push you and your partner over the line, the lack of money has now become a burden. That financial lack has now become the manifestation of the vow of a certain wicked man or woman. Now we have looked at those who don't even have relationships or those who are in relationships. How about those who are married like you or I? There are certain married people who are not enjoying their marriage. They are always having problems. They are always fighting. 
It could be that the man or the woman is constantly listening to third parties. And because of the negative or dangerous counsel that they are receiving from those third parties, the marriage is not enjoying any peace, any tranquility. There is always disagreement. There is always anarchy in the marriage. And so neither the man nor the woman is enjoying the marriage. For some married people, the issue has to deal with a third party where there is a man who is sharing the wife with the husband or a woman that is sharing the husband with the wife. And so a third party becomes the manifestation of the certain vow that has been enforced against the marriage to ensure that that marriage collapses. You may be here or you may know someone whose husband or wife is having issues on the job. The man doesn't even have money to take care of the woman the way he wants to take care of the woman. The man doesn't have money to take care of the woman the way the woman wants to be taken care of. And you know, some of our women too, they have very high taste and expectations. And when it comes to those expectations, they are not willing to bend. They are not willing to compromise. And so the man out of financial difficulties cannot love them the way the man wants to love them or the way the woman expects to be loved. And as a result, the marriage begins to suffer. These are all manifestations of the vows of the wicked. And finally, there are certain marriages that are suffering because of certain manifestations of an evil desire. Someone outside the marriage has determined that as for this marriage, it cannot work and it will not work. That as for this marriage, the couple cannot and should not and will not endure. And so the vows of the wicked manifest in ways like childlessness. The vows of the wicked are enforced to the end that even when the woman takes seed, after a certain number of months, the woman should miscarriage. Where before they got married, the man loved the woman relentlessly. But a few months or years after the marriage, some way, somehow, the love now has turned into hatred where the man does not want to see the woman anymore. These are all manifestations of the vows of the wicked against your marriage. Where someone has sworn with their very lives that the fruits of love, the attribute of love will never manifest in your marriage. So where love is supposed to be patient, where love is supposed to be kind, where love is never jealous, where love is never boastful or proud, none of these attributes or virtues are found in the marriage. But rather the opposite is in the marriage. You are married to somebody, but it looks as if the person is envious and jealous of you. When bad things happen to you, that is when the person is having the best times of their lives. They are always on the lookout for negative or bad news about you. When other people are making fun of you or teasing you or downplaying your achievements, they join with your mockers to laugh at you, even though you are married to these people. My brother, my sister, these are all manifestations of the vows of the wicked, and we must not take them for granted.
in the next couple of minutes, what I want us to do, first of all, is that we are going to pray a prayer of mercy and forgiveness. After we have prayed the prayer of mercy and forgiveness, we will pray that God will deliver us from this anti-relationship and anti-marriage agents of darkness. And after we have done that, we will pray a prayer of restoration, a prayer of reinforcement, a prayer of offense. And if we have time, we would also pray prayers of entrapment. And so I will go over the prayer structure again so that even if we were unable to complete all of them, you would have the template to use when you leave this platform and begin to pray these prayers. So the first prayer point is that we are going to be praying a prayer of mercy and forgiveness. That peradventure, something that you did or something that someone from your bloodline did is what is responsible for these manifestations that God's mercy will prevail for you and I. And then we want to pray that God will deliver us from this anti-relationship and anti-marriage agents. After you have prayed this prayer, the next type of prayer that you ought to pray is a prayer of restoration. That whatever it is that you have lost because of time wasted, whatever you have lost, it could be child, it could be children that you lost, it could be projects that you lost because of the confusion between you and your partner, that God will bring restoration. After you have prayed this prayer of restoration, you hope to pray a prayer of reinforcement that God would reinforce and fortify the walls and the gates of your marriage against intruders. After you have stood on your solid ground, you then want to move on to the prayer of offense and neutralize all third parties, all external forces that rise against you, whatever it is that is a hindrance to the stability and progress and enjoyment of your relationship. You want to pray against those things. And after you have gone on the offense and prayed your heart out, you then want to pray prayers of entrapment and set certain traps so that any future encroachments on your relationship the spirit of god will deal with those things for you and so as we begin to give these prayer points i want you to lift your hearts and pray remember at the beginning i reiterated what apostles said that today is a new moon today is the best day energies have been released into the realm where these energies supply Protection, preservation, and enhance our love life. Energies have been released to the improvement of your love life. And so if you are lacking or you know anyone that is lacking, if you want to stand in for anybody as we read out these scriptures, I want you to pray with that confidence. So the first prayer, like I said, the prayer of mercy. We want to pray this prayer of mercy. And this is the reason why. When you look at King David, David took Uriah's wife, impregnated her, had the woman's husband killed in battle. And not that, after he did all of that, he took her for a wife. Now, as a result of these actions, David suffered certain consequences. Number one, the child that he had with Uriah died. And interestingly, when you read that scripture, the Bible was careful to refer to Bathsheba as another man's wife. The Bible says that the wife that was born to David by another man's wife. 
The writer did not even refer to her by name, but she was described by that circumstance. She was described as another man's wife. So that child that David had with another man's wife, that child died. The second consequence that David suffered was that one of his sons, Amnon, pretended that he was sick, had his father instruct his half-sister to go take care of him. And what did he do? He raped his own sister. After all of this, because David did not resolve this issue as well as he should, his other son Absalom retaliated and killed Amnon and later on attempted to overthrow his father. So you, you may be here, you know somebody or you yourself, you are single or married, and then you have an affair with a married man or a woman. Unknown to you, a spirit that was present at that man or woman's marriage when vows were being made, that spirit is activated because of your affair and that activation comes to enforce an evil vow against you. And that activation is legal because the condition to that activation was that if anybody comes to break these vows that have been exchanged, let so and so happen to that person. So whether you are single or you are married, once you have an affair with that married man or woman, and you are unlucky that certain vows were made on that day, when these spirits that were present are activated, they can enforce these vows against you. And that vow may not just affect you, but that vow can affect other people in your family or bloodline who would then become victims of your actions. And that is why we are praying this prayer of mercy and forgiveness. And so the prayer point is that, O oh Lord, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him, have mercy on us and our bloodline. And if you can raise your hands and pray this prayer, lift your hands in surrender and say that, O oh Lord, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him, have mercy on us and our bloodline and forgive and blot out any outstanding charge against our love lives which have resulted from past or present sins or iniquities. I take it again, and then we will lift our voice on mute and pray. O oh Lord, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him? With our raised hands, our hands lifted in surrender, we say that have mercy on us and our bloodline. Forgive us, O God, and blot out any outstanding charge against our love lives. Charges that have resulted from our past or present sins or iniquities. I want to hear the son or daughter of the living God on mute if you can. Lift your voice, lift your heart with your raised hands in surrender. Begin to pray this prayer of mercy and forgiveness that the Lord God who keeps his covenant and mercy with you will have mercy on you, will have mercy on your bloodline, will have mercy on your children, will have mercy on your blood. 
Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Father, I pray on behalf of your sons and your daughters. We present our pleadings and our supplications before the courts of the ancient of days. Before the highest courts in all realms, in the universe, outside the universe. By these pleadings, O God, we petition you for mercy. Because yours is known as the throne of grace, we throw ourselves down at your mercy. 
We invoke the terms and the conditions of the covenant that you have kept with us, your children. You are known as the covenant-keeping God. You show mercy to those who love you. And you bless your children to the point where you do not charge their sins against them. We present not only ourselves, but our bloodlines unto you, O God. That peradventure, if there is any sin, there is any broken ordinance, there is any charge that is outstanding against our bloodline. We pray with our hands lifted up, O God, and we call for mercy. We call for mercy. We plead for mercy that you will look upon the blood of Jesus. You will look upon the blood that was shed, O Lord, upon the altar that is in your presence. That because of the blood, you will look and you will pass over judgment. And having forgiven us, and having pardoned us, we pray, O God, that this day, May letters of pardon be sent from your court to every lower court, in every realm, in every universe, on every planet, in every throne, in every kingdom. That these letters of pardon, O God, will exonerate us and our bloodline from all outstanding charges. That any spiritual warrant that is out for our marriages, any spiritual warrant that is out for our love life. Any spiritual warrant that is out for our children. Any spirit, any warrant that is out for even our unborn children. By the speakings of these letters of pardon from your presence, O God, may all guilty verdicts be discharged in the name of Jesus. May there be no record, O God, in your kingdom or anywhere else of our guiltiness. But let your letters of mercy, let your letters of pardon remove, obliterate, nullify, render null and void any outstanding charges against us and our bloodline in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Amen. So now that we now that we have handled the prayer of mercy, we have handled the prayer of forgiveness. Remember that there is therefore now no condemnation. So do not continue to live in guilt and condemnation because of what you know you did or someone did. God has discharged our guilty verdict. God has removed our condemnation. And so we have the right and we have the privilege to walk as though we have nothing against us. And so now we are going to pray our next prayer of deliverance. We are going to pray a prayer of deliverance that may God deliver us. May God deliver our marriages. May God deliver our relationships from agents of darkness that are working against us. Agents of darkness and their works. People that are using yokes and charms and invocations against us. May God deliver us from those things. And so we are saying that deliver us, O oh Lord, from any physical or spiritual action that has been enforced to deny, delay, 
hinder or destroy our relationships and marriages. So whether you are married or you are yet to marry, this prayer is pertinent to you. If it is not pertinent to you, you know somebody that it applies to. And you want to stand in for that person because of the new energy that has been released on this day of the new moon. That God should deliver you and I from any physical action, from any spiritual action that has been enforced to deny us our relationships, to delay the relationship from progressing into marriage, to hinder your relationship from progressing to marriage, or to destroy the relationship or the marriage. So lift your voice, child of God, and pray for deliverance, that God will deliver you from the physical actions, from the spiritual actions that are being enforced against your relationship. Lift your voice right now, unmute if you can, and begin to pray. Deliver us, O God, that Ram 
Amen. 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 We are still praying. We are still praying. I see somebody on the line. At your conception. At your conception. When your grandparents were told that your mother was pregnant with you. Because they had a different person in mind for your father. They were disappointed that you had been conceived and that your mother was not going to abort you. And as a result of that pain, as a result of that disappointment, certain words were spoken even when you were conceived. Certain words were pronounced upon that pregnancy. And the desire of the grandparents was that there would be a miscarriage. But God protected you. And so from the day that you were born, that grandparent set their eyes against your mother. And so it has been one challenge after the other. It has been one problem after the other. And because of the connection, because of the bloodline, because of the soul ties, these evil desires are strong and they are potent. And so we are going to take that prayer one more time. That God deliver us from pronouncements that were made at our conception. Pronouncements that went ahead of us even before we were delivered. Pronouncements that set hindrances. Pronouncements that sent complications in our lives. Pronouncements that manifested at certain points in our lives. We are praying, oh God, that you will deliver us from those evil pronouncements. Lift your voice and begin to pray. 
that any negative word that was pronounced even when you were conceived that God would deliver you from the manifestation of that evil pronouncement lift your voice right now and begin to pray lift your voice and begin to pray lift your voice and begin to pray lift your voice and begin to Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord say that not only were there contentions, but as a result of the potency of the venom of that grandparent, certain spirits were invoked so that it was not just bitterness and disappointment, but then the thing moved from physical to spiritual. And to even make it worse, because of the consistency of that venom, certain spirits made that feeling their stronghold. And like the parable that Jesus shared with us, when a spirit is sent away, and the spirit roams around and comes back to find that place tidied up but uninhabited, 
the spirit comes with other spirits. And so over the years, the spirit of God is saying that other spirits attach themselves to this spirit that was initially invoked. And so even though this issue started with disappointment that the son got an unfavorable woman or girl pregnant, other spirits were invited and so they then begin to enforce a tradition in the family where the men will now find women that are unfavorable to marry. And so at the onset of every relationship, at the onset of every marriage, the marriage faces severe opposition. Because of the consistency of venom, other spirits are introduced. All starting from a spirit of pain and disappointment. Now other spirits are introduced where they bring delay, where they ensure that every man, every male child in that bloodline will bring somebody home that will not meet the approval of the in-laws. And so every marriage, every relationship starts off with disappointment, with disapproval, with anger, with bitterness. We are going to pray this same prayer of deliverance. That every associative spirit that was invoked and that was yoked to our relationships, to our marriages, that may God not only deliver us from that first spirit, but any other spirit that has yoked themselves to our that original spirit, that that spirit now becomes the foundation and these spirits become the pillars. You want to pray that may the Lord God deliver you from the physical and spiritual actions of these malevolent spirits. Because these spirits came in because of that first spirit that came in because that grandparent was bitter. Then other spirits were introduced because the door to that bloodline had been opened. So because we have prayed and we have dealt with that original thing, the spirit of the Lord is saying that we must also deal with the other malevolent spirits that crept into the door. That God will deliver us from their actions. God will deliver us from their invocations. That God will cast them out from the bloodline. So lift your voice right now and begin to pray that any malevolent spirit that has masqueraded as though it was a generational spirit, but it really has no foundation. It has no legal ground. Because God has forgiven us, because God has delivered us from that original spirit, you want to pray that God would extend his deliverance to any other malevolent spirit. So lift your voice and we are praying this prayer point one last time. That God deliver us 
from every spiritual action that is being enforced. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Amen. 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 So as we as we continue to pray, we have dealt with the prayer of mercy and forgiveness. If you are taking notes, that is why I'm repeating this so you would mark them down. We have prayed a prayer of mercy and forgiveness. We followed that with a prayer of deliverance from any anti-relationship or anti-marriage agent of darkness. And not only them and their strongholds and their power bases, but their works, the charms, the yokes, the invocations that they use to employ against us. Now we want to pray what we call the prayer of restoration. For some of us, we have lost relationships, we have lost marriage opportunities because of the time that we have wasted. Time that was wasted on previous relationships. Time that was wasted on previous engagements. You did not just lose relationships, but you lost potential marriages. For people, for husbands and wives that could not come into agreement who were always fighting, who were always quarreling, who were always in this in disagreement. The Bible says that how can two walk except they agree? And so we have lost opportunities. We have lost children coming together and making children. We have lost all those potential children as a result of these fights and quarrels in marriages. One shall put to flight a thousand and two ten thousand. And so certain victories that the marriage should have won, certain victories that the couple should have won, all those projects have been lost. The advice that the man could have received from the wife, the counsel that the wife could have received from the husband, all of these things are as examples of the things that have been lost as a result of the manifestation of these wicked vows in marriages. And so we want to pray and take and take hold we want to activate god's systems of advantage there are certain things that god has made available to his children that gives them an advantage in times like this example is the grace of god 
One system of advantage is God's grace. One example is God's favor. The goodwill of God. A good report is a system of advantage. The Bible says that a good name is better than riches. Prophecy is another example of God's system of advantage. The speed of the overcomer, the overtaking speed, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. These are all examples of God's system of advantage. And so just like the prayer point has been projected, we want to lift up our hands and say that, Father, by your systems of advantage, restore everything that has been lost or stolen from us as a result of contentions over our relationships and marriages. And by this prayer, you are again pleading with God for favor, for grace, for goodwill, for a good report that any rumor that has been spread about you, that it will be replaced with a good report. You are praying for prophecy. You are praying for the speed of the overtaker. You are praying for wisdom, for knowledge, understanding, and other examples of God's system of advantage. But we are putting them all together, and we are calling them God's systems of advantage. So lift your voice, child of God, and say that, Father, by your systems of advantage, Restore everything that has been lost or stolen from me as a result of contentions over my relationships. If you are married, you want to say, as a result of contentions over my marriage. But whatever category you fall in, even if you are standing in for somebody, if you know a sister who has suffered miscarriages, if you know a cousin who has suffered miscarriages, if you know somebody who has suffered disappointment after disappointment, lift your voice. Take advantage of the energies that have been released today. It is energies that bring favor in your love life. It is energies that bring reservation, preservation. So lift your voice and say that God, by your systems of advantage, would you restore everything that I have lost? Would you restore everything that my father has lost? Will you restore everything that so so and so have lost? Mention them by name, lift your voice, lift your hands, and let us begin to pray this prayer of restoration. Shall we begin to pray one more time? Father, by your sins of advantage, we are praying that you restore Oh, <laughs> 
We pray that you will come riding in upon your cloud of glory. Restore the positions and the statuses that we have lost. I pray for every husband that has lost his ground as the breadwinner of his family. Every man that has lost his status as the leader, as the prophet, the priest, and the king of his family. I pray for every wife that has lost the love of her husband. I pray for every woman that has lost the love of the partner. 
that today by the systems of advantage may god restore the life that you have lost the life that you have lost the life that you have lost every darkness that you are walking in we pray that jesus who is the light of man will contribute his light to your relationship will contribute his light to your marriage in the name that is above every other name father restore our luster restore our vitality restore our strength restore our children restore our relationships and our marriages the monies that were spent on wasted relationships, the monies that were wasted on external relationships, we pray that you will restore, restore, oh God, the man that has spent his family's fortunes on external relationships. We pray that you will have mercy and bring restoration of their finances, bring restoration of their status. Every young man, every young woman that has lost their reputation to the rumors of men and women we pray that you will restore their good name restore their image restore oh god they are standing in society in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen oh amen 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 god bless you god bless you we have prayed the third prayer, which is the prayer of restoration. And we are going to plug on until um, Apostle takes over. That is um, if he will join us tonight. Now we want to pray a prayer of reinforcements. We have prayed a prayer of mercy. We have prayed that God will forgive us. And then we pray the prayer of deliverance, followed by a prayer of restoration. Now we want to pray that God would reinforce the walls of our relationships. That God would reinforce every crack in your marriage. You want to pray. Maybe yours is not even a wicked vow, but it is a personal fault. It is a weakness that you have that the enemy is taking advantage to enforce these wicked vows. You want to pray that God's grace will be sufficient to help you overcome your personal faults. That God's grace will help you to overcome your weaknesses. That fault and that weakness that opened the door for the enemy. That, oh God, grant me grace. That that grace will help me to overcome my personal faults and my personal weaknesses. You want to pray that God would deploy his angels of protection and preservation. That wherever your future wife is, they will be protected. Wherever your future husband is, they will be preserved. Wherever your current partner is, when they go out to work, when they go out with friends, when they go out to parties, when they go to funerals, Wherever it is that the enemy seeks to take advantage, you are praying that God will fortify that relationship, that God will fortify that marriage, that God will fortify you. And so you are going to pray that God let your right hand of power withdraw my relationship from the hands of evil designers. Repair the broken walls and cracks in my relationship. 
and perfect your strength in me to overcome my weaknesses and faults. Deploy your angels, O God, to guard, to protect, and preserve our future and current partners. This is a heavy prayer point. We are praying that God, by his righteous right hand, God, by the greatness of his power, he should redraw your relationship from the hands of evil designers. Every evil hand that is manipulating your marriage, that God, by his righteous right hand, should take your relationship from those evil designers, that when they devise evil, they will not use your marriage or your relationship as their pet project. That your marriage will not be the guinea pig of experimentation. But that God should repair every broken wall in your relationship. God should repair every crack in your relationship. And after the holes have been sealed, God said that my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And so, oh God, perfect your strength in my life. That by the perfection of your strength, every weakness and every fault that open doors to the enemy, let me rather be the overcomer. And after you have done all that, deploy your holy angels, O God, that where my future wife is, where my future husband is, where my current partner is, may your angels guard, protect, and preserve them. This will be our last prayer, and then Apostle will take over. So lift your voice, son and daughter of the living God, and pray this prayer of reinforcement and fortification. Lift your voice and begin to pray. As the prayer point has been projected, lift your voice, lift your heart, lift your hands, and pray that God will redraw your relationship from the hands of evil designers. Thank you.
Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. At this moment, I will yield to Apostle. Amen. 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 I, I would want to minister to some people. If you know you are not married, and currently you don't have any partner, one disappointment from the other. I would encourage such people to either pick up their oil. If you don't have oil, use perfume or even cream. Personally, I would prefer either cream or perfume. Quickly. I also minister to those who are in a relationship. But the relationship is a bit complicated. There is no progression in the relationship. It's as if your partner is not being consistent. I would encourage people to get a blank sheet of paper, write the name of your partner seven times upon the paper. If you know you are married, let me deal with the singles first if I focus on those who are married. If you are ready, somebody should just signal me on the app. Focusing on those who are single, trusting God. To connect them to their life partners. You've had a series of disappointments. It's as if nobody's even coming away to even propose to you. There are times you try and even make advances on certain people, but at the end of the day, it's as if they, they, don't, they don't even see you. I would want to pray for such people. Pick up your perfume, pick up your cream. As a student of intercession and spirituality, one thing I know is that when it comes to issues that has to do with love, these are the two common tokens that the enemy or depending on who is doing the invocations can easily use as a manipulative token. In the realm of perfumes, you I know most of you would attest that there are certain perfumes, the moment 
you smell it, it creates a certain kind of atmosphere. A perfume that has not even been consecrated. How much more perfumes that had been consecrated? So at times when you smell people's perfume, though it might We have somebody. By name Charity. The Charity is one, basically, the Charity is a middle name. As I speak now, the Lord God has given me access to a village along the Sugakope Road. Somebody used an egg to destroy your love life. And as I speak, this year, your current partner is the ninth person you dated this year. It's a spell. The enemy used an egg. Right after the session, I will be awake for 30 minutes trying to reach out. And I will show you what to do tonight. Just lift up your perfumes and your creams before God. If you're even married, you can do some. On a Thursday, three PM and on a Friday eleven PM recite some eleven. 3 p.m. We recite it on Thursday three times. On Friday, 11 p.m. We recite it 11 times. And do your programming. Don't limit it to one person. Do a general programming. The Father, I consecrate these tokens as I use this token. Let only single men who are serious to settle be attracted to this cream of perfume. 
If you make it too open, you will see that married men will begin to chase you. Father, I thank you for the release of your glory. I, con I consecrate these tokens that has been lifted up to you. Let your power fill these tokens. And let these tokens enforce the testimonies of your people. In the name of Jesus. So this is how you are going to use it. Before you step out of your home, just over it. And plead with God what you would want to see. This is not only for love. Those into businesses, those into marketing, the easiest way to attract customers is to consecrate these two tokens. If no, you're already dating and your partner is not too serious. I would want you to pray to go. 11.45 every night for seven days. So after the prayer, just put the paper under your pillow and sleep. And before you sleep, let tell God that wherever your partner is, they add your programming. Just sleep. You wake up at 11.45 p.m. You repeat your prayers. You put it under your pillow and you sleep. After the seventh day, you will see a manifestation. I repeat, it is impossible not to have a man, to, to, to not to have a testimony. If indeed the person you are dating falls within the will of God. Now let me focus on those who are married. And somebody Is trying to share your partner with you. That's everything that has to do with smoke or vapor. So it can be usually hot water. And deploy the smoke. A 
and just speak. Anything that can generate smoke. Personally, if I am executing this instruction for a son or a daughter, I would use a cinnamon stick. If you want to cause separation, and you want the separation to be very messy, in the newspaper. The person will not come closer to your partner again. But only if your hands are clean. If your hands are not clean, it will not work. If you are married, I want you to hold your ring. Let's touch your ring. Let me quickly work on this thing, minister to some few people, then we end the session. Let me teach you this. But if you don't have the heart, don't practice it. If you really want to know if your partner is cheating. Anytime you enter into a certain higher dimension of prayer, that's your ring. Yes, that's your ring. And it's something that's not adapted. You're going to experience some burning sensation on the ring. I told you earlier, if you don't have the heart, don't. Okay, Because anytime you enter into a certain higher dimension of prayer, The angels that enforced or witness your marital vows, those angels are also activated. So what they do is they come and enforce the vows. So if I better, the vow has been contaminated. When they are releasing their energy, because the vow has been contaminated, the vow has to go, or the ring has to be changed. That's when you feel the burning sensation. I repeat, these are some of the mysteries of this world. If you don't have the heart, don't dare. Okay,
it's my practice. So I want you to touch your ring and let me pray for you. Father, by the mystery of your wind, restore the marriages of your people. Restore the love life of your people. Safia should fight for seven days concerning marriage. The Lord God has given me access to her event. And everything was successful till the last. I don't know, it's, it's like one session after the other. So the last session, that was when somebody rose up to contend with the whole process. I see a process. The last process is when somebody will come and raise an issue about their marriage. So Safia should fast and pray for seven days. Your marriage will be glorious. Your marriage will be glorious. And there are a lot of opportunities in your life. It will be activated right after marriage. A lady by name Evelyn should also fast for three days. Not the prayer coordinator Evelyn, but another lady by name Evelyn. On the third day of your fast, your paternal bloodline, buy any gift for a feminine person in your paternal bloodline. I would rather go for an elderly woman in your paternal bloodline. Even if it is bread, just buy bread. Don't give money. Don't give money. But I mean, due to geographical location, they might not be with you. Find a way to contact somebody to surprise you, to surprise them on your behalf. It will be for your own good. Brave should fast for 14 days. If you are brave, fast for 14 days. The Lord God has granted me access to a forest. And I see a leopard. And I see these wedding related guy and rings. So basically things is usually when we they do the engagement. The things that they, they present. I see myself in a forest and I see these items. And I see a leopard 
guarding these items. And before I see you crying, then I asked the Spirit of the Lord, why is she crying? The Spirit of the Lord told me, she has to defeat this leopard. That is the only way these things can manifest in her life. So these 14 days, pray a prayer of fortification. Don't go and pray about your love life. It's needless. Where you are cutting to, you don't need that. What you need is power to subdue a strong man. And one may ask, why am I not dealing with it? The Lord God wants to use you as a point of reference in your family. The Lord God wants you to use you to deliver those behind. So, dear lady, the 14 days should be a prayer of fortification. Contact Sofo Sami and ask him to prepare an outline for you. 14 days of fasting. You can decide the number of hours you would want to fast because it has not been revealed to me. But the prayer focus should be on a prayer of fortification. That on the last day of the fast, How I wish by then you would be in a car. Somebody should check 14 days from now when the date for me. Because I would, somebody should check the date for me. 14 days. 14 days. So on the 14th day, prompt, and we would plead on your behalf. Then that night, I will usher your spirit to enter into that dimension. You are going to dream, and you are going to witness all these things that I just shared, and you are going to defeat this leopard. You are going to defeat this leopard. That is the only way the light would shine upon you. Diana and Alice will also fast for three days. She also fast for three days. She also fast for three days. I picked, I picked, God took my spirit to along the beach 
And what I saw about Dinah and Alex wasn't too good. So immediately I tried reaching out to Alex, but unfortunately he couldn't pick. Later when he called, I was also in green. You should fast for three days. And also pray a prayer of reinforcement. I see, I saw two energies that is basically spirits from the ladies family, spirits from the, uh, our dear brother's family rising up against their marriage. And I see patterns repeating itself. So dear lady Diana, what are the patterns in your family in relation to love life? I see patterns repeating itself. And dear brother, I also see patterns repeating itself. The two of you should rise up and seek the faith of God. Rise up and seek the face of God. I see patterns. Alice, you can contact your dear sister Carol because I'm going to give her certain details of what I saw. I pray that the Lord God will grant the family the grace to stand in the dark. Within the next 45 days, this morning, once I was in the presence of the Lord, it's, it was it, for some few weeks, I was having some severe migraines, so I was just trying to manage. One of the things the Lord God told me, In this dispensation, what Satan is fighting is consistency. His pattern against believers is just to break how consistent believers are with anything that has to do with God. Because he knows that as long as you are consistent in prayer, as long as you are consistent in the word life, no matter what, there will surely be a release of energy. There will surely be the release of power. So, Juliet, be very, very consistent within the next 45 days. Try as much as possible to wake up at 3 a.m. every day. I will deploy one of my angels to wake you up at that time. And cry out to God for a turn around in your life. The reason why, dear lady, you have to cry out to God is because you are in a certain season. A season of remembrance. A season of manifestation. But unfortunately, when I project, I don't see that impact of that season manifesting in your life. Dear lady, the next 45 days, be consistent. One particular prayer point. 
that God should be merciful upon your apostle and cause a turnaround in your life. A turnaround in your life. I am going to minister to three people that will end the session. Hmm. A brother by name Francis should be very, very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. A familiar spirit is about to enter somebody. So, a brother by the name Francis, just be very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And also be very careful in your dealings with people, specifically the feminine people. Somebody is going to be a victim. A familiar spirit is about to enter somebody. And what I saw and its effect even on your life, it's not something I, I would want to talk about. Just be very sensitive and just be careful. Careful. I pray that the restraining grace of God will be activated upon your life. And may the grace of exemption also locate you. I'm hearing gunshot around you. It has nothing to do with you, but you'll find yourself in a place where there will be gunshot. I pray in the name of Jesus Francis, wherever this brother may be. I don't know whether he's connected to somebody within the network, but if Francis may God's grace of exemption locates you in the name of Jesus Christ. God willing, we meet 5.30 for the command your day. Um, we are going to have the moon session, God willing, tomorrow. Um, I'm going to focus on, uh, what do you call it? The act of bargaining. The act of pleading, I would want to focus on that, God willing, tomorrow. Um, Sunday, we are starting our fast. We are starting our fast. We are starting our fast on Sunday. Sunday to Friday, 12 noon. It's Sunday, 6 p.m. to Monday, 12 noon. They will break. We are going to have the command your day, 5 to 6. The morning session, eleven to twelve. The traveling hour, five thirty to six thirty, and the evening session. 
I will encourage God's people to start praying into the fast and start preparing yourself. The following week, we are going to have a workers' retreat. Every worker within the network is going to fast. We are going to seek the face of God. For the network, it is the first time as workers, we will be seeking the face of God and will be fasting for a whole week. That is the first August to the 5th of August. That will be the Tuesday. First August is Tuesday. To so let's 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 fast from the Monday to the Saturday. So we we'll fast from uh, July. So we we'll fast from the 31st of July to the 5th of August. The first three days would be the Jewish fast. Then the last three days we are going to fast from six. P, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We will have an all night at the Anglican Retreat Center. Alent is around the actual area. It's strictly for workers. It is not going to be streamed. Then on the Saturday, we will spend the whole day seeking the face of God for the network, seeking the face of God for ourselves. So, I will encourage every worker within the network, if you know you are here and you think you can play any supporting role, just get in touch with the network administrators. I'm, uh, what do you call it? Mary and um, Albert. Just get in touch with them and they would assist you. Thank you very much. God willing, tomorrow we will have the noon session. I'm very sure that we are going to have the noon session tomorrow. Take very good care of yourself and let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us Amen. Amen.